Greetings, golf fans. We are back with the third edition of the Four Profit Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Haven Brown, along with our, my co-host, JC. Yo, yo, yo. How we What's doing? What's going on? What's going on? Not much, man. Just uh, just random numbers on this on this poor tournament and uh, ready, to, ready to talk a little golf. I missed you last week there, big guy. Oh, I missed you too. I'm glad you're back from Mexico. I know, man. I'll tell you what. We tried, but it was not happening. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, another uh, wonderful uh, second place finish for the home. Not team. just one either, two actually. Now, I, I managed two in the same week. Yeah, believe it or not. Oh, boy, we are <laughs> Wagner and uh, Wagner and Rory came through again. So uh, I, I've never. I don't know if this is just getting back for last year hitting a bunch of them and you know you gotta stay the course obviously but it's getting a little frustrating i gotta admit yeah i think i think the process is correct but uh i mean you get you make some more putts out there yeah i mean i'm just gonna be honest uh, for all of our listeners if dj is winning i'm i'm not gonna be honest. no it's, yeah it's, just, that's true fyi Rory either for that matter <laughs> You know, it, it, it was one of those things where, you know, the week before, I took a stab. It, it was either JT or, you know, my three guys. I went to three guys. JT almost won. So, you know, this week I, I, I took less exposure with Rory because I felt strong about him. And, I mean, he couldn't have played much better golf. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, you obviously can't finish when, when DJ's out there putting lights out like that. I read something where um, DJ was hitting a draw with his irons or something. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't hitting it well, so I just started hitting a cut. And then he goes out and wins the tournament. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Like, how do you hit two different shots? Like, you're just like, oh, I'm today I'm going to cut the ball. Yeah. Uh, I, crazy shit. I have noticed that with DJ. He hits kind of a nice, like, a baby cut with the with the driver and his irons. He likes like, to hook it. Yeah. Yeah. And but, uh, I guess he just started holding on for dear life, and uh, it worked, right? i tell you what. i tell you what. I think we've answered the question, who is the best when all things are clicking up? Yeah. No, Be- you're right. <laughs> I mean... This guy absolutely obliterated the field, and Rory couldn't have played much better tee to green. He no, may have could have really played well, and I, I still don't think he gets there. No, he was fine. No, I mean he, he played just fine. He's top ten in putting, I think. Strokes gained. I mean, I think if he could have put a little more pressure on him on Sunday rather than you know hitting it behind trees and trying to get drops, I think that he could have you know maybe done done something. But ultimately, I, I you know when DJ's got his A game, and I'll be honest with you, you know when I talk about the bad, I faded him and. You know, I, I went on went out on limb and I got pretty much killed last week doing so. So <laughs> right now, but just fine. It happens. That being right said, <laughs> that being said, if we look at it from a big picture, we faded yeah. DJ the last three weeks. He's yeah, with, we're up money faded. Exactly. So you know, long as we're, we're not paying money. crazy juice when You're DJ right. when we when we fade DJ and we're wrong, it's fine. Which is impossible. So no, you're absolutely right. Uh, the other thing that was was very sneaky last week was um, Mr. Mr. Tiger Woods uh, pretty much struck the ball better than anybody. Yeah, he had better stats than DJ across the board. He was like almost last at putting, so that will will we'll put you in the middle of the pack. But um, I think it's important to note that uh, one one Tiger Woods might be rounding into form uh, at a perfect time right now. Tiger and a little guy by the name of Brooks Kepka also balled out from tee to green and played like played absolute well. dog crap. Yeah. They're ready to get off that pole greens, I think. Yeah, yeah. Tiger so. City can't wait, so. <laughs> I think we're then. And then, uh, what was the last thing? There was one more thing. Um, never fade DJ. 
Rory can't play on Sundays and Tiger's back. Yeah, those are my three takeaways. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd agree with uh, those assertions also. Uh, so I here think, we go. I, and also, the... don't I, I don't think we should I don't think we should make a habit of fading DJ and these like it seems like the one he struggled with was the one with the multi courses and there's weather yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah, if or DJ like, just can go out there and just play, yeah, you know. No, you're right. And then, you know, the funny thing is that everyone thinks he's just like a masher and bomber. But, you know, that course took some strategy considering you had to adjust every single iron distance. And you had to hit a bunch of different shots, which, of course, looks sweet, by the way. I'd love to be able to get on that track. I really like the look of it on TV. Yeah, but, beautiful course. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, he's more than just a bomber. He's a, he's a, honestly he's one of the best golfers in the world. So he, he got he got us. We'll get him, though. Well, don't worry. This time this time's coming. No, we already got him pretty good this year, so. I think we should move on. I'm done talking about this. Do we determine another second place? Moving Find a second place on. this week. <laughs> Moving on to Florida. Um, I would say over the years, my Florida swing would be slightly above average. Okay. You uh, like the Florida swing? Yeah, I do pretty well at this event and uh, the, the players. Players is good. Yeah, you know, the nice thing is, is – um, we finally have nice form stats that you back. Kind of a crapshoot, honestly. Um, yeah, uh, with. Well, with this with this event, uh, when you get to the Honda Classic and that bear trap, this is a t- tough golf course. I was looking at stats as doing my research, and I'm just like, man, this course is. I mean, it's hard when these guys get after it. I guess it's all dependent upon the wind. Um, you know, we'll see if there's some wind coming up, but I mean, the bear trap is a monster, obviously, and it, it seems as though it's a lot of less than driver. But you have to have less than driver, and you still have like 200 yards into these greens. Yeah, the green. Uh, this course is 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 has a lot of hazards on it. Yeah, uh, water hazards, sand. Oh yeah. Uh, so basically, you're looking at you know these grenades every which way. So it kind of lends itself. I'm looking over the past few winters, and like it's like three years of chalk, and then you got three years of like long shots, and three years of chalk. It seems to be the it's kind of up and down. Here. A lot of those, a lot of those chalky guys were playing pretty well when they won, though. Um, we got like Sabatini and I think Henley won one year, right? And I mean, those guys were actually they they were they were playing well at the time. The problem is though, like you're saying, the water there's too much water, so you hit one errant shot and boom, you're making double. Like it's just one bad shot. Whereas like one bad shot last week, it's like yeah, whatever, punch out, get up and down, make your par, right? Yeah. yeah Whereas now it's like you know you spray it, and you're you're you know. In the hazard, and you're behind the line, so you're hitting. You know, you're you're four shot from 180, and that's not good. <laughs> so yeah, um, I actually have the form. Everybody who's won here since 2010. Oh, there we go. If you I like uh, this, you know, if you ever want it, dive into them. Yeah, what do we have? Yeah, what do we have? I'd like uh, to share that. Russell Henley came in with a miscut, 52nd at Pebble. Miscut at Scottsdale and a miscut at Torrance. Okay, that's, that's that helps. Okay, Patrick Harrington, fifty-six, miscut, miscut, miscut. Oh God. Adam Scott, 
second at Riviera, 56 at Wildlife, 10th at the World Challenge, and the second at the Aussie Open. So that was a bit of form. Okay. So it's basically the it's great, the good players all came in with form. Okay. And then you had some randoms. And then the randoms probably just missed the water. And, and, and made it happen. <laughs> exactly. right? I don't remember those years in particular. I mean, last year, obviously, it was JT and List. That was actually a really good tournament last year. They went to a playoff, right? I had listed 125. Oh, really? Jesus. Well, we might have to dive deep and find some of those guys this year, huh? Yeah, for sure. For so sure. I'm looking at this stats-wise. I mean, to me, um, stroke game approach, and that's obviously you know, a theme in my, my capping, but it is one of the biggest differences between stroke game approach and any other stroke game stat is at this golf course, which makes sense because everybody's in the fairway. So, you know, because they're taking less than driver for the most part. We even be remotely in contention. So, you know, you're going to have to stick those irons. But I really had a hard time finding other stats that I really trusted because it just seems like it's just hard, you know. So it's like, you know, I, I hear some guys thinking the Bombers are, are going to be good because they can hit less than iron off the tee. You know, some guys are staying scrambling because the greens are hard to hit. Uh, but I went with just a lot of approach stats and, uh, and form, obviously, which is, you know, one of my main one of my main things. Are you looking for something similar to that? I am looking for something similar to that. Uh, okay. I don't really think – the bombers are gonna. It's not gonna be that big a advantage here. Yeah, because they're all gonna be hitting from the same spot. That's what I was thinking. In too. my opinion, yeah. so uh, I agree. I'm looking for just people that play sensible, good ball yeah. strikers, and uh, I think a decent short game because a lot of the bailout areas here are are, are bunkers. For sure, for sure. Yeah, sand saves maybe. Yeah, yeah, sand saves. I, I, I don't mind that at all. Sand saves could be key this week. Okay. Well, um, you want to jump in? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So I just, the model, just, you know, I, I, I think the, the best way for us to go about this for me, and I think the most entertaining, and, and I like to just go through the way that I look at uh, breaking down a card in general. Um, and I think it helps people the most, uh, you know, to, to figure out how, you know, how to go about the, getting a nice exposure, but not, you know, not just, you know, trying to, you know, hit single shot bombs all, all, all year long, which is very difficult to do. Number one in my model is obviously JT, right? I mean, it's like, Bar. He's, number, Bar. he's number one in every, every single statistic that I use in my model, he's number one. So, I mean, I'm talking form, I'm talking, even course history, he's actually like third. So, you know, it's like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's far and away the best player in the world. Five, I mean, five to one, man, that is a lot. That's, that's, that's tough to, tough to break that one off and put it in the cart, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going to have to eat it. Uh, I don't think he's going on the card unless you plan on parlaying with some college basketball or something. What about what about the ladies tournaments? This big ladies tournament this week. Oh yeah, we yeah. might be able to talk about that later. Huh? Yeah, we're definitely gonna get to that. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get to that. <laughs> literally, literally, do the, do the listeners know? Uh, Haven Brown's quite the ladies man. <laughs> yeah, I'm somewhat of a uh, LPGA savant. It is pretty insane. I gotta admit, like I can, I can't attest. I put out one card last year and it hit. And it was like, oh shit, okay, this is we can do some damage here for sure. So for sure. it's a great term. It looks like I mean it's all the good women. We'll talk about that later. So maybe JT and some doubles with like all the all the girls. Yeah, that might work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I, I and then the other thing I like to do with with these and a lot of people are are in one and dones. You know, I mean, this is if you don't if you want exposure, but you don't want to bet him, you could take him in the one done. And I mean, the guy's gonna t five for you here. I mean, let's be real, right? I mean, the way he's striking the ball, if he doesn't t five, I would be insanely surprised. 
wouldn't you be? I would I would be extremely survived. Uh only thing I'm I'm, I'm worried about a little bit is fatigue, if anything. But yeah, he has been playing a lot, you're right. Hundred percent he he definitely should have no problem top five. Especially when you consider that last round on Sunday. I mean what he made like what eight birdies or something, nine birdies in that in that last round. Hot. Uh, fire. I mean he was yeah, I mean he was just I mean, he, you could tell he was like screwing up, gonna fire at every pin. He probably should have been doing that from the very beginning. But I mean, his iron, his striking of the irons is like the closest thing I've seen to Pete Tiger in one facet of the game. Now, I'm not talking about the rest of his game, but his iron striking is the closest thing I've ever seen to Pete Tiger was. Yeah, Sergio got it in the groove for a while there. Never gained as many strokes. I mean, probably, it's not. Yeah, it probably didn't gain as many strokes. I mean, it's like this. I mean, the, the stats are insane. So, anyways, needless to say, he's the favorite. He should be probably not going to be able to bet him. No, nope. I may be able to put in some doubles for you guys, maybe with the LPGA, but yeah, I'm not betting him just straight out right. So I'm starting a little bit low on the call. Where are you going? Uh, what are you going to dip into these guys in the in the ten the twenties? Uh, yes, uh, I'm actually. I mean, it's just really hard to believe that the books have placed Brooks at twice the odds of Justin Thomas. Yeah, um, he just hasn't shown anything in in terms of, like, care for these kind of tournaments. I know he hasn't shown anything, but when you look at his ball striking from last week and getting back to the greens that he likes. Yeah, no, you're right. I, yeah. could, he, I could make a case. I think you're right. That I'm going to start my card with Brooks and Sergio. So he did win. I mean, he won that stupid CJ Cup at Nine Bridges thing, which is like, you know, one of his. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get another beer. I'm at a bar, if you can't tell. But uh, CJ Cup, he won that thing. I mean, that's like a no one, no one gives a shit tournament, right? Right. So last week in Mexico, he lost almost six strokes, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you can't put any worse. If, you know, if water, you know, water finds its level, you got to figure he's going to just put okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, give him six strokes and he's T10, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's, that's, you're right. You gain a lot of strokes off the T, three strokes approach. I mean, that's, those are good numbers there. I got a man um, crush on Brooks anyway, so. No, he's good. No, obviously he's good. I mean, he's, he's also a beautiful guy, you know, so yeah. it's hard not to like him. <laughs> uh, but uh, Brooks, I'm, I'm seeing 12 to 1, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm seeing a 14 on some books, 12. Yeah, that's a, that's that's rough. So, but then you drop down to the next two guys, Scott and Garcia. And Brooks, so Brooks is 11th in my ball, so likes him. You know what? It doesn't like him here, though, is, of course, history. He hasn't played real well at this golf course. So, that's something to be said because, um, of course, history has been, a, has been a thing on this on this course. And I'm not a course history guy, but, um, you know, you got to find something. I guess this is one of the courses – that I am weighing it more than others because I think it's really it's a, it's one of those tracks where it's just kind of it's a weird hard golf course and so the harder the course the more I like the course history at line with, with things okay um and so you know he's he's like middle of the pack of course history which is a little surprising but hmm. ultimately I mean that he could break that in two seconds honestly so all right we are first disagreement because I have, yeah I've kept it thir- third in my model. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so there we go. Gonna, I'm not. I'm not gonna, gonna be our on first him. stand there. That's it. That's it. I'm gonna drop to. I really like these two guys, but I hate this price. I hate this card. Let me just say that right now. I fucking hate it. I hate all these players. I hate the prices. I'm finding a very difficult time putting it together because they they really really got us on the guy on the guys who I think are gonna win. And there is some value at the back end that I like, but. 
I, I like Scott and I like Garcia and I'm seeing the both of them at 16 to 1. Right. The problem with that is if we take both those guys, we're basically handcuffed. You're done. I mean, now you're now we're just you know there's no there's no ability to gain exposure across you know more than more than a couple guys. So uh, Scott's second in my model. I love Scott. I mean, he just he hits the ball so well, and you know I, I've talked about the putting aspect of, of, of what my model puts out, and it doesn't really count putting. I mean, it does to a certain extent, but it's not like a huge huge aspect of. of of the statistics that come through, and I mean, he's second in my model, so I mean, I, I think I have to start with Scott. He's probably my first play uh, at 16, six, 16 to one. Man, that's hard to that's hard to swallow, though. Yeah, uh, I do like Adam Scott. I think I'm he's a, won here before. Yes, I think I'm a little higher on Sergio. The way okay. he, the way he came out, kind of kind of hot fire on Sunday, kind of kind of limped in, but he played really well. Yeah, you're right, and he has Sunday. been. He's been playing well. Um, he's he's high in my in the stats portion, course history. He's he's obviously he's right up there. He loves this place. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind Sergio either, um, but I think if I, I want both of them to be honest with you. But I'm not sure if that's gonna be realistic. Or not. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can. Card, I'm gonna card both you, of them. I'm gonna start with both of them and see see how things go. What do you think about that? All right, I'm fine with starting there. I'm gonna start with both, but then ultimately, I'm pretty sure that's not gonna work out long term. So <laughs> we're gonna have to move on. But uh, okay, what? Um, let's see. My next guy is going. Gosh, you know who pops really high? Who I'm not gonna bet, but I because because he's like I don't think he can actually win, but he's <laughs> uh, Lucas Glover is uh, sixth in my model. Sixth. Yeah, six. He's yeah. I mean, he's ahead. He's actually ahead of Kepka, which is not good. That's that's an outlier. Um, but you know, he's right there. He's he's one behind Garcia. Uh, he has been playing good golf as of late. I'm not sure if you've seen him in the last couple, last few rounds of tournaments. He he showed up um, big time at Pebble. He showed up big time at what was it? It was either the Waste or yeah, Desert Classic. Twelfth at the Desert Classic, seventh at Pebble. Yes. I mean, 11th at the RSM, 7th at the Shriners. He did miss a cut at the waist, but that was his only... I mean, the guy has... I mean, he has four... He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He has seven... He has six top 20s in seven starts this year. And you trust him here? No, I'm not going to bet him, but he's high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Golly, man. He's such, I'm an, not bet he's him. such an enigma, man. I mean, I, I don't. Know. I don't really know how much weight to put into those crazy weather events yeah no you're right it's hard it's hard to tell i will say that um i will say that uh the fact that his wife will beat his ass in any given moment oh man kind of makes me not like it. that whole situation is kind of scary you <laughs> go home man and and, and somebody's put their hands on you yeah no that was weird and, and you're not only, not only just you but your mom too yeah. Was he trying to beat her mom's or his mom up or something? Yes, he had crazy. the whole family under, under putting hands on the whole family. But I'll tell you what, at fifty-five to one, yeah, we're gonna get a top twenty on him. That's gonna be super sexy. I mean, if you like it, I love it. I guess. I mean, hey, look, I listen. He's had six top twenties and seven starts. I don't really know what. I mean, that's that's where we're at with that guy. Yeah, well, you're starting to get into the. You know those SEC guys. Kind of no, the there you go. This is the kind of courses that they played on. They I like getting back on Bermuda. Okay, now you're now you're talking. Now you're talking to me. 
Uh, I'm looking down, and we got Mr. Chalk. This, okay. You were going to hear about this guy from everybody in the industry. Michael Thompson. Oh, man. We are really jumping around now. Who was coming in beasting. 50 to 1 on Michael Thompson. Beasting. He's, he's won here, right? Ninth, 13th, 10th, 7th. Woo! That's what you call hot fire. He's the one here, too, huh? Yes, he won here in 2013, and he, for the first time in his career, is actually coming in, increasing his strokes gain, ball striking, and actually beating the people in the field for the first time. Oh, is he a a putter? I don't know anything about that. Michael Thompson is historically a really, really great putter. Okay, just kind of beats it around. This is the first time in his career he's coming in. Actually hitting striking. Yeah, so he's um, he's fifteenth. Well. He's fifteenth in my mall. I mean, God, what, what what's his number? Fifty to one. See, I mean that's just like God, bad. Those guys, those guys are so bad. Michael Thompson. He showed. He was actually up there day three at uh, Genesis and just kind of fell back. But man, I'm, this guy in this field. Remember this. Remember yeah, this? yeah. No, you're right. In this field. Yeah. Without having to be. You know, ten ultra premium guys. No, you're right. Pop. And it's supposed to be a little bit of wind on Sunday. Yeah, I saw that. Now that's something to talk about, though. I forgot about in the course breakdown. I think this course is going to be going to be susceptible to some scores the first couple of days. It sounds like it's not going to be windy. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice. Three, so that uh, I think that goes into into those ball strikers even more. Yeah. So Thompson at fifty. I mean, yeah. See, that's like. If I, I'd rather jump down to like Cole Crack at 66, maybe, or even like up to my boy CT Pan, go Huskies at 80. Uh, like that, you know, see I what I'm saying? Like, I, I just. I don't I mind CT Pan. Uh, I'll tell you who will be on my card is a little Thai fat boy who likes the <laughs> Easies, <laughs> yeah, also yeah. known as Pinadash. Happy Barn Rats. The Barn Rat. I love this guy. Oh, my God. I want him this to win. This guy is one of my favorite golfers. His story is pretty, pretty cool. It's awesome. Uh, and this guy, I think his, his PGA home is in this area. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And he, does, uh, he just bought a home in Florida. Right? I think he's got two top tens already at this course. Oh, really? Let me check his home a second. Let me. This, he's not going to ever come up with my model because I... <laughs> 89, yeah, I don't think so. He's got, he's, he's one of the worst in course history, so, well, that might, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, I'm not sure. That, the barn, you know, I could get behind that. I just, I mean, I love the guy. He's at 50 to 1. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're, I think we're talking more of the top, top 10, top 20 markets with the, with those, with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just afraid that the wind is going to come from the top, and, and yeah, I'm looking here, and I've already spent a unit on two guys, so you know I don't. It's going to be hard to get exposure to all the guys up top, so maybe you're going to need these barn rat guys just to fill out the card. Maybe you catch a heater of one of them, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, it's either so if I if he, if, I, if I start Scott and Garcia, I can't have Webb Simpson, who this course fits perfectly. Uh, I can't have Gary. I can't have my boy Gary, who is like my favorite golfer in the world. He, I can't have all three of those guys. That's impossible. So you know, I kind of, I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're right on that. You have to, I have to go lower on the on the totem pole. Um, what about what about a guy named Billy Horschel? Billy Horschel, I was actually 
medium high on him last week, and okay. I don't know. I guess everybody just didn't show up last week. It just seemed like yeah, it was, it was like a two-man race. Yeah, it was a weird week. I mean, he's made a lot of cuts, so if you're, you know, he's he's priced really high in DK stuff. Not, not to get into that, but, um, you know, he's made cuts, I mean, long. I mean, ever since the Canadian Open, he's made every cut. So, you know, you would think in a field like this, if he's going to make the cut, he should be right there, you know, come down the stretch. Because, I mean, we could see, you know, 10 under as a winning score here really easily, right? So that's just one go low round away from being being right there. And the nice thing about my boy Billy Horschel is that I don't have to pay a huge price. I'm only paying 40 to 1 on him. So I get a little exposure to that middle of the field and don't have to really break the bank to get it. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. That makes sense. I'm definitely fine with Billy Horschel. He's uh he kind of bat- he, he can win. bats it around. You know when he gets on the heater, he is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, he didn't win last year, but he's got career wins in some big, big time, you know, big boy golf tournaments. So, right. Uh, yeah, I think I think if if you know if he can if he can putt a little bit, uh, he strikes it well. So I think I think Billy Horschel is on the he's on the card. He's he's a guy. Yeah. A big a big big key to this course is the bear trap yeah. uh, which historically is one of the toughest three holes on the PGA Tour historically now I don't know how many of these guys are in the field yeah but the best players historically between 2007 and 2018 are Russell Knox oh, Adam like Hadwin Scott oh. Pinkney who I don't even know if he's still on tour I thought you were going to say Piercy. No, Pinkman. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know who that is. And Alex Norin. Norin? He's not here this year. Uh, Russell Knox has 16 rounds here and is minus six through the bear trap. Yeah, he's one of the top 10 in course history. I mean, he kind of checks all the boxes. I'll tell you what. Uh, the only box he doesn't check is um, I don't ever bet Euro guys because I hate their tour. I think their tour's garbage and their points <laughs> are completely fucking distributed incorrectly and they play a bunch of bums. All year long, so when they come over here, they suck. I hate, I hate the Euro. I hate it. It's, <laughs> I'm such a, bull, it's such bullshit that they get so many fucking points. I'm a dick for like watching Euros. It's, it's, no, kind it's of, a great it, no because we're West Coast, right? So it's it's a good time slot, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's like you know we get the you know it's like you know morning golf or whatever. But like honestly, got you. There's like three guys you can win those damn tournaments every week. And you get some random dude, and then they come over here, and like, how many Euro guys really you know show out? I mean, this like the, the elite, elite, elite guys. So it's like, I don't know. There's such a huge difference between like the shittiest guy on the PGA Tour and the shittiest guy on the Euro Tour. It's not even close. It's like so far different. Yeah. So anyways, that's my Euro rant. USA is definitely PJ Tour is definitely the hardest tour. Oh, it's for sure, dude. And then they get the problem is they get little ranking points that they don't deserve because they just like oh, and over and for, yeah. Let me get me started. I hate the Euro. <laughs> But anyways, so that's then you got a guy who comes over here and he like misses the cut at the Safeway. Like, what the hell? How do you miss the cut at the Safeway when you're one of the best Euro players? How do you miss the? You know, it's just like, what the hell are you doing? You know, it's like yeah. a, it's like a different culture when you come over here, man. You know, right. different yeah. foods and stuff. Different foods. It's America. We have every food you want. <laughs> you want some shitty bangers and mash? You can go find that somewhere. <laughs> Come on. Oh man. Anyways, all right, whatever. I'm just, I, I just, I like Knox, and he's played pretty well, I guess. I mean, he had a nice little stretch at the at the uh, waist in the AT&T where he top 20, but you know, then he goes back to last, you know, Mexico 39th, sweet, it's lower, lower in the pack. So I don't know. I can't bet Euro guys. I mean, Garcia, uh, Rose, those guys are like elite, world class, like the best, you know, generational guys, and they they struggle to win over here. 
you know. So I, I can't I can't deal with this with this box guy. Oh, okay. sorry, that's my Euro rant. Okay. <laughs> are you done? Are you are you good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. I just I just bothers me. Um, what about Ricky Fowler? Um, I am gonna pass. I'm not saying you're dumb for taking it. He won he has a win. I actually won a golf tournament. I, I understand, but <laughs> crazy. You know what, man? You know, Ricky is kind of like, you know, licorice for me. You know, you either you either like it <laughs> or you know, you're a licorice guy or you're not. You know, he's not black licorice. No he's, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm out on Ricky, man. I mean, uh, I, I mean okay. I can appreciate him having a win. Uh I'm excited to see it. This is his is this his first no, he's been somewhere else since he won, right? He won here uh, two years ago. No, I'm saying he's he's played. Well, he played last week, right? Oh, he played last week, and and you would think that last week would have been a perfect time for him to kind of show out, like no pressure. Yeah. He's a good. Winner. No one was talking about him. No one's talking about him, and he comes out and plays like absolute mediocre. Yeah, he took a long. I wonder if he was a little rusty, man. He took a long break after that win. I mean, he played the waste, and he did play. I mean, he he took all those West Coast tournaments off. Yeah, I, I, you know. Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna applaud you if he comes through for you. I'm just you know. No, nah, he's not gonna come through for me. I'm not bad enough. No way. I never met him. No, never. I tell you, okay. uh, somebody who did play well, who I think has a win. No, sorry, I had a playoff here. Is Daniel Berg? Okay. Uh, Last week at the at the the shitty guy tournament at the Puerto Rico Open. Yeah, but yeah. you know what, I man? I'm a big fan of Daniel Berger, and I think this guy can pop. Once he gets, he's a confidence guy, kind of like Bill yeah, Morton. His, his golf swing is so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, if you look at it, it kind of looks like DJ, a little like a poor man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, you know, real poor. You're talking like tenderloin, San Francisco poor man. Like that's real, real bad. If poor. You, but, if, I mean, if you, yeah, he only wins at the same Jew, though, right? If, but if you look at him at the courses he plays well at, yeah, he plays well at courses where it's penal. Yeah, for people who U.S. Open, he's good at the U.S. Open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got, yeah, Honda's got 29th. Isn't he, like, he's, he, like, lives on this golf course or something. Right? Yeah, his dad was, like, he was, a, dad was like a, he was a pro. He was a, a little tennis phenom growing up. Oh, yeah, really? He's from this area. Him and Brooks okay. are both from this area. So, they played the sport okay. plenty of times. So, Berger, 40 to 1. I mean, that's 40 to 1. I mean, that's. I mean, that's worth the stat. He, he has wins on tour. Not so bad for a guy who can win. Yeah, we could literally. I mean, in he, I remember what was that tournament? He took Spieth to a couple playoff holes. Yeah, exactly. Spieth like chipped in or something on him. That guy's way gone. I think Berger's probably better than Spieth right now. So there you go. But um, okay, Berger. Hmm. All right, he he does pop high. Uh, he's ninth in my model. So I mean, that's. I mean, but the guy just played in the worst tournament of the year, the Puerto Rican Open. And finished he, good. I mean, like yeah, he closed well. He like closed twentieth well. or something. He closed well. Okay, uh, I I don't hate that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put down the back burner. I don't hate that, uh, but this guy price at the same price, who cannot close a golf tournament to save his life, but I like his game is Mr. Benny Allen yeah, at forty oh to one. Oh my god, he is a he guy can't. I can never, ever, ever get right. I've never been right on really Benny <laughs> ever. Pat now Mayo he tends to he tends to be right on Benny Allen before. He likes Benny. Is that Benny week? I don't. He didn't mention him. Okay. I hate all these golfers. I hate everyone. I hate all of them. I don't even want. I don't want to bet this tournament. I tell you what, uh, I don't hate Russell Henley. 
Okay. Who, I typed him at 80 to 1. Who does, I mean, you want to talk about a guy you just kind of ride, especially in the South. Okay. Where he's like, man, he, he ain't, when he wins, he comes in with like. Yeah, he's points. like a Georgia kid or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Georgia, Georgia Tech or something? I think he went to Georgia, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm telling those, you, man. Those, this, those SEC guys in those, on those floor swing, they usually do pretty well. They, this guy comes out of nowhere and boom. Yeah. He is a one. I, you know, it's just, it's my philosophy is almost not to go into this area. Okay. So I rarely go past 66. It's typically 65. It's just, I don't, they, they just, although a lot. And he's there. I think those guys are more likely to hit my cards and a guy like Russell Henley who's like I mean he might be the worst driver of the golf ball tour right uh it's not as strong <laughs> he's right but there when he's driving it well yeah I mean, he can go like when everybody's doing everything well obviously they're you know I just you know the guy the guy can win at the course yep. he's kind of familiar with no, you know, right. a lot of guys get rejuvenated once they get back on these greens. That you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, that they're happy. Uh, I'm with you. Here's a guy I'm going to go to, and I said I hate heroes, but he's not European, so he doesn't count in this. Mm-hmm. Emiliano Grillo. That's oh. my guy. God. I love that guy. Yeah. That dude makes birdies, man. Well, enjoy yourself on Grillo Island. Yep. I'm putting him right in there. 0.2 units to win eight, and he's in. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's done. He's I don't know why I can't stop him. Just, well, I mean, you mean you have your everybody has their guys. I love just it. ride out. And, yeah, you know, he's gonna win. He's, he hits the ball too well not to win. Too well, right? It seems like he collapses. Too no, I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like first round talking about guy. Like can't close. Oh my god, he's the worst. But whatever, I like him. So he's going in the card. Okay. Uh, other right. than that, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm not going too much further down. I might have like, enough room for Webb and. Man, I might have enough room. Okay, if you're going to pick between Webb and Gary, who are you going with? Between Webb and Gary, I'm definitely going with Webb Simpson because Webb Simpson can lap a field. He can lap, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't think I don't think Gary has that upside. You're, you're right. Okay. Webb's at 25 to 1. That's not a terrible number in this field. No, that's not a bad number at all. Okay, Webb's going in. Webb's, Webb's locked. Your car, your card sounds full. Uh, yeah, well, it's close. It's definitely close. Uh, it's there's like three golfers on it, so this is going to be a really interesting week. Yeah, I have room for like maybe one more guy to make six. I think I might. I think I might have to do what you're talking about and go down, go down deep, go really digging. Like you're like because the problem is is if CT Pan wins and as a, as a as an alum as a fellow Husky oh, if I don't bet him and he wins a golf tournament I will never forgive myself. Oh, so CT yeah, put that in your, put that in your capping. Yeah, don't forget he's from the West Coast. We're not on pole anymore. <laughs> That's true. That, well, I think no, he's actually from like like I think he's from Ta- China. Ta- Chinese Taipei. Oh yeah, I think you're right. I should probably know this, but yeah, I don't think they have pole. Chinese Taipei that probably Bermuda down there okay. <clears throat> but anyways regardless um, and then yeah I don't I think that's that just about does it man I don't know this is, this is a really shitty card 
I hate this golf tournament. Yeah, it's not a great golf tournament, but I'm telling you, we're going to find a way to be invested come, uh, you know, Sunday afternoon. No, you're right. You know, you're you're right. going to be like, oh, we got a chance, another another, another opportunity. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that's the case. But uh, I think we covered most of the guys. You know, okay, so I'm, I'm looking, I'm going to fill my card out with some really shitty players uh, just to kind of throw some, like, some bombs and uh, Coke Rack him. I mean, everyone's, everyone, a lot of guys are hyping up ZJ, but I just I don't see that. Do you have any opinion on him? Um, anytime you can get a top 20 on Zach. Yeah. Yeah. You now know, you're talking. You're kind of looking in the right. And the, these are the guys that look for top twenties. And guys, I can't, I cannot tell you. I know, obviously, we haven't hit any outrights for you guys, but if you're looking at the card, we are smashing these top. There's 20s. a lot of top twenties, top ten, top five. So I'm gonna actually this week. I'm gonna put out a rather large top five, ten, twenty card because I think I, I like a lot of these guys. Just not to win this golf tournament. Like, right. I like a lot of them to, to do well, but. You know, ultimately, I feel like they're going to have to go up against JT, and they're all fucked. Only one guy can win. <laughs> and the yeah. fact that you know these top twenties and top tens, you know, you can get like fourteen guys. Oh yeah, I mean the, the top the top twenty can be thirty guys easy. There's easy ten guys can see twenty time. Right. You know, so now you're gonna you're getting thirty guys in the top twenty, and you can get plus one fifty plus two hundred on these guys. Like, you know, it's it's really it, it really is. If you want to just build a pure card on that, the problem I have with that is that. The coverage won't show you them, so you just have to watch them on your stupid stat tracker, which is super boring. And you know, ultimately, I like a little entertainment out of my gambling. So it's like, you know, you got like Poulter who's like grinding for a T10, but you're either you don't see a single shot from them, right? Right. So that's the problem. And you know, we can go into. I've, I think we've already gone into to tour coverage of TV. It's complete bullshit and terrible. But um, nonetheless, that's the only problem with those with those is they're hard to root for. You know, that PGA Gold. Uh, NBC it's getting better. Gold package is not too bad. No, you're right. In that early better. coverage, no doubt. No, I agree wholeheartedly. So, I mean, in terms of the in terms of those T20s, I mean, I'm looking at like you know Glover, Kokrak. I mean, a lot of the guys we've already mentioned, Henley. Uh, you know, Martin Keimer. This sets up well for him because he could just hit irons into the green, into the fairways, and doesn't have to drive the ball. Uh, uh, I used to be a Keimer know. guy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. No, well, he's not a good golfer. That's what happened. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, that's that, that's. I think that pretty the much. The guy was terrible. number one in the world for guys. No, but the see, don't that don't get me started on that Euro shit again because that's why because you win those shitty Euro tournaments. He never. I mean, he won a PGA, I guess. So it's like you know. You've got what do you mean he won a U.S. Open? What are you talking about? Yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, U.S. Open. I was, he you know. might be the worst two-time major winner of in the history of golf. Mm, two-time. I've major had this. Winner. I've had this argument with friends. He is. Most likely the worst two-time major winner in the history of golf, which is some, which is saying something. The guy wants two majors, right? But I mean, you you know what? I mean, I hear exactly. what you're saying, but I'm telling worst. you, had he not tried change his swing for Augusta, I think we might have a different conversation about. Well, it. I, I don't. I, I can just go off results, man. That's all I can see. So, just find me another two-time two-time major winner who's worse than him, and I, I mean, it's gonna be tough. Patrick Harrington might be the other guy. Yeah, Patrick Hines is pretty damn good. Who's that? He was pretty good for a while. Oh, dude, yeah, he was good for a long time. So, okay, let's, uh, actually, dude, we have a really good question from my boy Banksy, so I'm going to get to this one. Real All right. right. We didn't get a lot of questions this week, um, so we need more next week, unless, you know, the question thing isn't that cool, but 
break down your first round leader process. I may not apply this week, but I struggle with selecting Thursday horses. The answers could very well be stay out of that market. I don't think you stay out of the market. Hell no. It's fun. Well, first of all, you don't stay in the market. It's, it's probably the most fun market to be. <laughs> so. it is, I think it's the, <laughs> the only, the only, there's two great bets in sports. One is first touchdown score in the NFL mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. first round leaders in golf. Yep. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I bet this every week. I just don't, I'm not confident enough in it to like, because I, you know, I want, I don't, I don't like to just give, sh- you know, spray and pray and give shit that I don't feel confident in. Right. I bet it every week, and I bet it a lot of different ways. And ultimately, you, you, what's been and, and you and I have talked about this endlessly. Like we, you know, we've gone a, 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 through a lot of different random stuff. It definitely depends on tournament by tournament. So when you have a small field, I almost just stay away from first round leaders it, because it, I. You, you it know what almost. I'm it almost. In a small tournament, it almost behooves you to take the chalk. Actually, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. The guys at the top of the market in the small fields because you don't get those random rounds as much. Well, in a big field, you look. You're there's always someone who you're like, I'm sorry, what? Who is that? Who? So, a couple different things. Like my favorite first round leader play is always Tony Fino because the dude can go super low. Now, this is actually I should that this is when he was priced like more correctly in the market, like. You know, 30, 40 to 1 to win golf tournaments, not like he is now. This is like early last year. Tony Fiola is my favorite because the dude go low with no pressure. He didn't care. Right. So, like, one of my processes is I I take the guys in my model and I take the guys who I don't necessarily think have, have shown the, the gusto to win the actual golf tournament, but could easily go out there and shoot 65 on the first day because they have that kind of skill. So, Finau was a big one. Cantley, I love Cantley, the first round leaders. He cashed a bunch for me. That's one side of it. The other side is you can almost just grab 60 to 1 to 101 and just pray and spray on all those guys. Man, I can't tell and, you. That's been a profitable. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. It, it, at certain tournaments, this is a good tournament to do that. Last year, it would have been a terrible tournament to do that. Excellent. Pebble Excellent. was a good tournament to do that. Duomo, whatever. Although, you know, Phil obviously got it, you know, at the waist or whatever. But I mean, he, there, uh, who was the guy who. Who got? I had, I had. Oh my god! Who was the guy from Canada? Who Svedson or some shit? Vincent. Yeah, we both had. We both had. Uh, who do we have? We had some Hawaii. Yeah, and yeah, Sony. And, and this like comes down to sixty-one. Something stupid beats us by one, right? That, yes. But that's the perfect example. You get these guys who come out of complete nowhere. So, um, you know, I think it's a great market, and by it's probably the most fun bet because you're going to watch them. You're going to be able to see those guys go up the leaderboard. But uh, ultimately, you know, I, it's not that much different from my outright strategy. Nope. I just, I just, I grab a lot. I'm, I'm willing, I want to, I lower my, my amount that I want to win. Right. So rather than go for eight units, I'm usually going for more like a, a three unit profit. So I'm just going to spray like a unit on a million guys yes. and just really break it down small, but get into those heavy big time, uh, you know, big time payouts. Your your sixties, your seventies, your eighties, your hundreds. Because you know, you throw uh, you throw you know point one unit on on a hundred to one, and hey, that's some that's some profit, right? Hey, you're still looking good at the end of the day. Sure. So, and you can get because you need exposure. Because the other problem is is that you have you have the dead heats. So you know, if you have you know you have the dead heat rule. So if you tie, you basically split the bet. And it, there's it's it's complicated. But anyways, you basically get half of it. Or if there's three or four guys who tie, you get a third or a fourth of it, right? Correct. So ideally, you have if you do have a dead heat situation, you have more than one guy in there. 
but that's kind of the way I attack it. What do you, is that, is that pretty much? Yeah, that's pretty much up? exactly. And we've talked about this a lot, so. We have our guys, of course. Uh, yeah. I actually have some, like, breakdowns, and it's pretty evenly split. Since 2010, some guy named Connell came out in the PM 65, Oh, Spencer okay. Levine in the AM, Davis Love in 2012 in the AM. What, what odds were these guys at? Do you have that? What, what, what? What odds they were? What oh, number? What? I'm sure Connell was in the hundreds. Spencer Levine was in the hundreds. Yeah. Davis Love was in the hundreds. But Jagus, he was actually good back then. He might have been like 40. Yeah, so still 50s, yeah. Yeah. Jim Herman so, in 2015 had to be at least 100. So, you know, and it's going to change, you know, there are some guys who write this up um, and pretty much like they kind of break down for you term to term and you can kind of see where to pick your spots. I think, you know, like like the WGCs and the and, the, and, and some of those big time majors, it, it, it might not be the best market um, for the small field. No cut specialties. I don't think it's the best market, but uh, ultimately it's fun. So you might as well pull you in on something, right? <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, you know, obviously we're doing this for entertainment. And uh, you know, if we happen to make some some nice change, and, and you know, that fulfill your bankroll, stick around. You'll make some change. You're not sure. gonna, it's For not sure. going to be life saving. It's going to be life saving. <laughs> you know, it's 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 worth it. You know, look, everyone has their vices. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, you know, they, if, they, if they get a sweat, <laughs> you know, they're gonna. It's worth that one unit, twenty fucking bucks. Who cares, right? Exactly. It's not big of a deal, or fifty, or whatever it is. Um, you know, it's worth it watching. You know, some idiot get completely screwed you've never heard from before so exactly <laughs> it's pretty fun actually but uh anyways okay so um ladies ladies what we got let's see this week the ladies are playing i think they're still playing in malaysia or it's it's, it's an hsbc playing. thing right hsbc world championship, world championship. all right so I just give us your basic breakdown of the ladies. All right, my basic because I'll tell you right now. Let me just vouch for you really quickly. We've talked a lot of ladies golf, and you hit, you at least give us sweats almost every single week, if not every week. But you've been waiting for a little bit of form, right? Because right. You, to, to to unveil it to the people, so to speak. And then we've gotten there. This is like the third in a row, I think. Yes, this is the third so tournament, and this is all the players. This is the big, the big. The, I mean, they're everyone. Exactly. This is everybody. Yeah. And the cool thing about the ladies is that their tour is not near as nearly as deep as the PGA tour. So what you're going to see is you're going to, as you, if you watch the ladies, you'll see like the same, I don't know, 12, 13 names just rotate yeah. wins. Yeah. But the thing is they overrate the girl that played well last week. Yeah. So it suppresses everyone else's price into an actual actual betting numbers. That makes sense. I, I think the other thing is, is that it's not a market that's heavily bet into, and so I don't think they price the top of that market correctly. They do not. No, they kind of <laughs> spread it around. Yeah, they do. And I think that if you can, if you can, from what I've seen, if you can eliminate a couple of them, you're left with like five and those five will win 50 percent of the time exactly you know so that's i don't know i love it. it's fun and then they showed a lot on golf channel so it's actually entertaining yeah for you late for you late night guys this thing's gonna tee off at uh i guess coming off wednesday west, right yeah it comes off seven west coast okay so we got we're gonna put out a car this week just, just something just 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 dabble yeah we might want to pair these guys with a double with uh jt see if we can get a double yes. out of here 
that needs to happen because I mean JT's gonna win this golf tournament. I don't even know. This is we just spent forty five minutes talking about a bunch of bums with no chance. Yeah, JT's so. definitely gonna be in as long as he comes in there focused and kind of fresh, I think JT's definitely yeah, gonna be fine. I mean, that dude is a competitor. That's why I like him. He's not all these other guys around his age group are fucking off and he's just like, I'm playing every tournament, I'm firing at every pin, like he's hungry, dude. I love that guy. And he's got he's goals. Crazy. Every year he's he a, yes. new goals to yeah, get better yeah. and better. Whereas like Ricky and uh, Ricky and Jordan are too busy like getting married and banging Instagram models, and he's just like whatever. What's, where are we going next week? Where's the game? Yeah, I think he. he I think he really wants to be. Wants to like get to number one. Hold. Yeah. Well, and he's got the game, so I'm excited. I'm excited to watch him win this golf tournament. Us not to have a stake on him and for Sergio to get second. So that's pretty much where we're going to be this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's perfect. With that being man. said, I don't have anything else. All right. So uh, yeah, this week. Uh, we're gonna hopefully bring you guys a winner. Big tournament next week. Yeah, big tournament next week. Uh, we got this a short and sweet segment of uh, the For Profit Podcast. Uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to uh, tweet us at our handles at uh, yep. Nut Nut Thirty and JD. Give yours out again. Uh, JMAS JD. I'm gonna be putting out another article like I did last week, so look for that. At least read it. You don't have to read it. Just scroll down to the bottom, so it gives me the stats. That's <laughs> yeah. all I ask for. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, peace out. All right, peace. La, 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 la.